Hey everybody, I'm Jason Mangum and I have Pastor Brett Young from Ottawa and he's the pastor of the River Church in Ottawa, Canada, which is the capital of Canada. And so we felt on our hearts to do a collaboration. I mean, obviously we know what's going on with this coronavirus and people, Pastor Brett, are in panic, they're in fear. Yeah. But we felt in our hearts to come together and unite. And I believe that more pastors are going to do this as they unite and come together from different parts of the world to pray and minister to people. And we all know people are homebound now. They can't go anywhere, a lot of places. But they get on Facebook, they get on YouTube, they get on social media. And so we just wanted to come on and minister to you, those that are watching, you that are listening, you'll be seeing this on Facebook, on YouTube, on different podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and others. And so, Pastor Brett, so great to see you. We've been friends for a long time, and uh, we love you and your family. And so, so great to, to be on tonight, and we'll just... Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Pastor Jason. We love you too, and yes, we've known each other a long time, and uh, we've been serving the Lord. We served the Lord actually at the same ministry, and then we both got called by God to start River Churches. And you called, you were called by God to go to Texas, and I thought God would call me maybe to New York or New Jersey, but He had a little more north in plan in His plan, and that was to Canada. And uh, so, yes, there's snow outside. Yes, it's cold here. And uh, that's Canada, but I, I'm in the will of God, and I, I love it. So, And besides, I'm inside anyway. So Yes. At least that's good. You know, I'm, it was 92, 93 degrees today where I am. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. Drastically different here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in light of, Pastor Brett, in light of the coronavirus... Uh, I know there's certain things that we're not really going to talk about the coronavirus other than the fact that if people that are watching and listening have fear or it may not even be the coronavirus. It might be some other sickness or disease or some struggle or a fear or anxiety. That's what we're here to minister to people and to tell them that, first of all, they can be healed. They can be delivered. They can be saved. And... You know, the awesome thing is, uh, and I've been talking about is the coronavirus is actually in the Bible, mentioned in the Bible, maybe not by name, but it is a sickness, it is a disease, it is an infirmity, and we have power and authority over those things. And so, but it's when the church, by faith, begins to activate their faith and use their faith. And so, you know, that's very important. And so... What would you say to those people out there, maybe that have anxiety or fear based upon this so-called pandemic and the panic because of it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the first thing I would say is you have to decide to hear from God what his word says and what is his will. That's a lot. Of, uh, you know, a lot of times people, they say, well, God's in control. And, you know, whatever happens, he, it's him doing it. And 
There's nothing you can do. But that's not the truth. The Bible says to choose this day whom you serve. And yes, God is in control of some things, but he gives us a choice in a lot of things. And we have a choice. The Bible actually says a choice of life or death. And so we can't just say God's in control. The Bible doesn't actually say that. Um, people say it all the time, but that's not the truth. I am in control of a lot of my decisions. And God, you know, God's not forcing me to do, I don't, I don't recall him forcing me to do anything. And, uh, you know, uh, if you, you know, if you read the Bible today, it's because you chose to. God didn't, God, you know, the Bible didn't fly in and open itself. You opened it and you read it. And that's the problem is a lot of people don't do that. They don't read the Bible. They don't know what God's word says. And so then they don't know what God's will is. And that's the thing people say, well, you just never know. But actually, you do know what God's will is if you read it. You know, God's word, the Bible, is his will written down. It is God's will. So we don't have to wonder what God's will is. We just have to read it and we'll know exactly what God wants to do. And then we can pray and receive it and have it. We could choose it once we know what it is. And, and Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you don't hear God's word, you can't have faith. You don't even know what God wants to do. You don't know if people wouldn't even know that God loves them unless somebody told them or unless they read it in the word. So people need and I need and you need everybody needs to open their Bible at this time. You know, a lot of times people say, well, we need to pray. We got to pray. We gotta, well, actually, first, you got to hear from God. You have to hear his word and then you pray his word. So it's kind of like I like to say this, Pastor Jason. It's like the Bible is like your spiritual phone, you know, and it has text messages in it to you from God. So if you don't read his text messages, you're not going to know what he said. So he's got. 66 text messages in here. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. So that's how you hear from God. you got to open your Bible. You have to read what he said. And then you're going to know what he wants for you to do. Then you're, you're going to know what his will is. Then you're going to know that he loves you. He's got a plan for you. He wants you to be saved. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be free from fear. And the, and the Bible actually says 95 times. So you have 95 text messages actually from God saying, do not fear. Fear not. Yeah. 95 times. So if you got a text from somebody saying something 95 times, they're probably trying to get a message across to you, and that's do not fear. Do not fear. So he loves everybody listening. He loves you. He doesn't want you to be afraid of any virus. But you got to open your Bible. you got to hear what he wants to say. Hallelujah. And listen to not just... Yes, the Bible, but listen to people that are called by God to help you with it, such as Pastor Jason. And, you know, I like to re I recommend listening to on YouTube thousands and thousands of messages by Kenneth E. Hagan. You can search it for free. Kenneth E. Hagan. And, and if you want to get rid of fear, if you want to boost in your faith, listen to him. I listen to him almost every day. Praise God. He's actually in heaven now, but his messages are still on YouTube. Praise God. And open your Bible. And then pray. First, open your Bible, read what God has to say, then pray. Amen. Amen. I think as believers, and you're exactly right, Pastor Brett, as believers, I think a lot of times even believers can come into this, well, and I hear many of them say it, God's in control, just like what you, what you were saying. 
Well, God's in control. Well, really, he's not. That's exactly correct, Pastor Brett. We have to make choices. And there's consequences for those choices, right? Yes. And if God was in control, I mean, would there be murder? Would there be rape? Would there be crime? Would there be war? There wouldn't be. But we all have a free will. And what's so important about exactly what you're saying is, is as we read God's word, which is his will for our life, that's what's so powerful about it, the more that we submit to his word and submit to his will, just like the word of God says that God's word never changes. So when we submit to his will and his word, we can become like God's word. And so we won't be changed. We, in the sense of in a good way, we'll be changed, but we'll be changed in a good way. But we won't change so that when the trouble, the trial, the tribulations come in, we will not be moved. Mm-hmm. We won't in that sense of the meaning, you know, so that we get more of God's will in our lives than we'll be like his word, mm-hmm. unchangeable, and that mm-hmm. our faith would be steady and strong. And so very, very important. And another point, as you were bringing and talking about, I love if you go read about Daniel. Daniel says he understood by the books because he read in Jeremiah. And so that's literally what it says, that he understood by the books. And then based on hearing the word of God with his with the spirit, knowing it in his spirit, then it said he began to pray. And so, and I think that's very important. Some, you know, exactly what you're talking about is getting a word from God, knowing what his will is for our life, and then beginning to pray accordingly. And so then guess what happens? We can pray effectively and know that our prayers not just are heard by God, but that they will be answered. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, the Bible says in First John chapter 5, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So I think, you know, a lot of times what's happening with everything that's going on is people are listening to the news, reading social media posts, listening to other people talk, and they're hearing the world. They're hearing what's going on. And then if they go to pray... Their heart and their mind is filled up with all that stuff. So their prayer is just kind of like, God, help, do something. But the Bible says if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So we open his word and we've got to turn off the world. Instead of listening to the news for hours and hours and Facebook and Netflix and YouTube, all this stuff for hours and hours and hours, shut that off. Open the word of God, fill up with that, fill up with faith preaching, fill up with God's word. And then we can pray his will. Remember, Jesus told his disciples, pray, our Father who is in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done. So, yes, he has a will. He, he wants things to happen. We have to pray that they happen to us. And how are we going to know what it is? From his word. So we can look into the word and find, instead of looking at the world all the time, we live in the world, but we're not of the world. We have to look into the word and pray that, and then we start to see what's written on the pages of the Bible, we start to see it happen in our lives. Because we read it, we know it's available. You know what it's like, Pastor Jason? It's like a menu at a restaurant. You know? You don't go into a 
barbecue restaurant with a giant picture of a pig on the front of the restaurant and say, you know, I, I want to order some vegan tofu, soy. No, they're going to they're gonna say, dude, open the menu and order off the menu. And then you look on the menu, well, there's pulled pork, there's, there's you know, whatever. So God's word, this is what he offers. This is what he, this is what he has. And if you order anything off his menu, your order's in. The answer's on the way. It's coming. It's coming. But if you don't read this and you try to order off the menu by looking at the world, oh, God, oh, uh, no, that's not, that's not how to pray. That's why people haven't seen results that oh, I, I, I prayed and nothing happened. Because you, you, you have to pray what's in here. Pray what he said to pray for. And then you'll start to see it. You know, I find things in here. And then I start to pray them, and then I start to see them in my life. Hallelujah. And, you know, for people who don't know, you know what's in here is freedom from fear, liberty. Hallelujah. Freedom from what any type of bondage, anything that could hold them, drugs, alcohol, medications, fear of a virus, and healing. It's God's will. God wants everybody healed. Hallelujah. According to the word of God, God wants everybody healed, saved, free, blessed. It's in here. It's in here. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited. Amen. Yeah, and that is God's will for every single person that are wa that's watching and listening. Yes. That you would walk in perfect health. You know, a lot of times, too, as I say, this, say it this way, is God's healing is great. Divine healing is wonderful, but it's not God's best. Divine health is. And I believe as believers, we can come into that place where we walk in divine health. And that, that sickness and disease, just like it says according to the word of God, is far from us. That it can't touch us. You know, especially with this virus that's going around. The awesome thing for us, Pastor Brett, as believers is we're inoculated. We're inoculated by the blood of the Lamb of God slain before the foundations of the world. We're inoculated. We don't have to be affected by it, nor do we have to fear it. And, we, and really... In, in, if we really look at it and understand, we have power and authority over it. Yes. And so, and I believe we're going to see a mighty move of God, no matter what it looks like now. You know, I'm reminded, though, of two, of Eli, Elijah. See, he found in the Word of God where it said if God's people turned away from him, that he would shut up the heavens and shut up the heavens from raining. And Elijah simply just prayed the word of God because the people of God had turned away. But it said, if they turn back to me, I'll open up the heaven. So Elijah was simply praying the word of God. That's why he got the result that he got. Mm -hmm. And certainly he had to live in the drought, but he never lacked one thing. And I think in this time where people are scared, I mean, my goodness, Pastor Brett, people can't even go out and buy toilet paper. <laughs> and I don't I don't know what that's about really because this virus does not give people explosive diarrhea. Yeah. I mean it's not like it's, you know but people are buying, yeah. you know buying out the stores in in toilet paper but but getting back on point is that certainly Elijah was affected. He was affected by where there was no water. There was the drought. But you know the thing about it is 
God always provided for them. So don't fear. If you're watching, you say, I don't know how I'm going to get water or how I'm going to get supplies or resources. Believe God for them. And he'll send you just like he sent the prophet Elijah to the brook Cherith. He'll send you to the place. I mean, he'll send you and, and he'll send ravens to come and provide for you. We're talking about scavengers. Can you imagine that God would use scavengers, Pastor Brett? To actually feed the man of God. And really, if you look at it, it is to the believer. And so for us that are, you know, in the body of Christ, don't don't be scared. Don't be fearful of what, where am I going to get toilet paper? Where am I going to get bread? Where am I going to get water? Where am I going to believe God? He never discount the God factor. Don't, you know, and that's the thing is God is on our side. He's not against us. He's for us. And I believe through this thing. You know, and there's a lot of deception in this. There's a lot of, you know, I'm not going to get necessarily into that. But there's this pandemonium and panic and that, that's occurred. And there's it's a lot of irresponsibility because of the media, because of different groups, you know. But don't believe the lies. Trust God, you know. And that's why we're here, Pastor Brett, to bring the people a message of hope and a message of faith. And I believe that people's faith is coming alive on the inside of them, Pastor Brett. I believe as you minister the word and as we minister tonight, that faith would come alive on the inside of them because why? They're hearing the word of God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so as that faith comes alive on you that are watching and listening, don't just sit around and do nothing. Now's the time to get into the presence of God like you never have before. Don't worry about your next meal. Don't worry. Get hungry and thirsty for the things of God. Amen, Pastor Brett. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. what. Oh. That you know that I'm glad you said that. You know, people if they're at home now, they have no excuse now. It's it's not. Well, I can't read the Bible because I'm busy. <laughs> no, you're not. Now you can read the Bible. Now you can listen to faith teaching and preaching, put on praise and worship music, put on Kenneth Hagin messages, open your Bible. It, you can listen to audio Bible. There's apps you can download and the it'll read the Bible to you. Hallelujah. I, I do that often. I'll, actually, there's a YouTube video called God's Medicine. It's Kenneth Hagin reading the, the Bible. And I'll put that on and listen to that. It's an, about an hour long. And I'll read the word myself. And I'll listen to faith preaching. I have I have the time now. I you know, I mean I always had the time. I make time, but I'm saying I have more time now. Because where where am I going? I can't go to the movies. I can't go to the mall. I I'm busy with the word of God now more than ever before. I'm I'm getting hungrier for God's word. I'm going to take this opportunity. It's like I'm going to I'm going to pretend I'm on vacation with God and I'm going to get more of his word now than ever before. I'm going to press in like never before and I'm going to believe God if God's word's going to work for anybody, it's going to work for me. If, if His word is really true, which it is, it's going to work for me. I'm going to receive. I'm not going to lack. No matter what happens in the world, I'm not getting sick. I'm not going under. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to lose everything. God is my source. He's going to provide for me because that's what He promised in His word. And I'm going to press in and make sure I get all of that. Amen. Amen. And Pastor Breck, that's because we need, I mean, God's word works, but we've got to work the word. Yes, yes. And that's very important. 
is that, and I believe now is a great opportunity for the church, more than ever before, because we're believing God for that we will be part of and see the greatest harvest of souls that will ever has ever been seen. I believe we're going to be history makers in that sense, and it's going to be amazing. And so, but now it's really the time for the church to press in. I believe there's going to be a lot of testing through this. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of churches closing their doors. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you're seeing in Canada, but uh, a lot of churches closing their doors just out of fear and out of manipulation and out of different things. But I believe it's a great responsibility, just as a hospital would be open, that a church would be open, mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. can come for. Because we're going to give them something more than just a shot or some medicine. What mm-hmm. we have and what we're going to offer is life and life more abundantly, and eternal life, but also that we can enjoy life and people can enjoy life here on earth. You know, that's where a lot of people, you know, about get into the promised land thinking that that's heaven. That's not the promised land. Just like remember the story of Moses and the children of Israel being set free, you know, and they use that as the promised land as being heaven. Well, you know what? There was giants in the promised land. There's no giants in heaven. The enemy was in the promised land. And I believe with all my heart that God left, left the enemy in the promised land because he needed to teach his people something, how to fight, mm. how to rise up against the enemy. Mm. I mean, the reality is God could have just emptied out the promised land, every enemy, every hardship. He could have just totally cleared the way for him, but he didn't. Because he needed to teach his people how to stand up in faith and fight and take what belongs to them. And that's why he left them there. They went into battle. And I believe this is where a time where we need to do that. But we've got to be prepared. And that's why this is the perfect opportunity, Pastor Brett, for people that they would actually get into the Word of God, begin to read the Word of God. You know, I ask people all the time because they'll have a problem or they'll, whatever it may be, an ailment, something going on. And you probably experienced this too, Pastor Brett, where you ask people, well, what scripture are you standing on? What scripture are you declaring and confessing? You know, I find a lot of times people can't even give you a scripture. Mm-hmm. If they can give you a scripture, they can give you one. Jesus wept. And it's the <laughs> shortest scripture in the Bible, and it's exactly what they're doing, crying over their problems rather than speaking to the problems, speaking to the mountain. You know, I, I think you find that as well, you know, it works everywhere. It's the same way where you encounter people who speak about the mountain rather than speaking to the mountain. But I believe that faith is coming alive on pe- on the inside of people and they're going to begin to speak to the mountain, not just talk about their mountain. And, you know, and really it's not just about talking to God about how big your problem is or how big your mountain is. It's about talking to your problem about how big your God is. Amen. You know, and so that's where a lot of people. But I mean, we're here with a message of hope, a message yeah. of freedom, but a message of faith. And as people got to grab on, don't they got to grab on to this for themselves? Take it for themselves. Get hungry for themselves. Isn't that right, Pastor Brett? Absolutely. So, you know, this message, we're, we're not here condemning people. We're not trying to make people feel bad. We're here to encourage people that God loves you and he wants you to rise up in faith and fight. And it's a battle, but you can win every time, every time with the Word of God. He, he has given us the tools 
He's given us the armor. He's given us everything we need. We just have to take it, obey him, and do it. Hallelujah. So that here's our instruction manual. Hallelujah. This is how you do it, and we need to do it. Praise God. It's available. God loves you. He, he's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to get something to you. He loves you so much. He's with you. He's with you. He's there. He's right there. He's right wherever you are, no matter how bad the problem is, he is right there. He's got the answer. He's your answer. He's not your problem. He's your solution. He's there. And we believe that you're hearing this message today for a reason. We're encouraging you to call upon him, to seek him, to pray, to get hungry for his word, to get on fire for him. The Bible says to, to not be cold away from God. Don't be lukewarm, but be on fire for him, hot. Like a, if your heart is a fireplace, does it look like just a, a tiny little match in there for Jesus? Or is it a blazing hot fireplace that gives warmth to all that come in the room? That's where Jesus wants you to be. And he loves you and he wants you to be in love with him. He wants you to return to your first love, Jesus. Love him with all your heart. Be on fire for him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, I like the way R.W. Schombach used to say it. You ain't got no trouble. You got faith. And that's very important, you know, that, that uh, you know, I, I kind of get on people a little bit at times because, you know, have you ever heard where they'll say, well, somebody will go through something or they're going through a trial or whatever and somebody says, oh, oh, brother, oh, sister, just keep up the faith. Well, actually, it's your faith that keeps you. That's why you've got to, to continue to hear God's word and then apply his word. You know, and, and we know, just like Pastor Brett, the Word declares, we are more than conquerors. Yes. And that's very important for us. We're more than conquerors. I like to describe it this way, if I could tell just a quick story. Imagine you had a heavyweight boxer who's going to go into the ring to fight against another heavyweight boxer. And the winner will come out with, say, a million-dollar check. That's probably nothing nowadays. But, you know, the winner's going to get... And I'll just, you know what, let's just do what reality is. Nowadays, I mean, these boxers are getting hundreds of million dollars. So say the winner comes out with a $100 million check. And so he gets in the round, I mean, gets in the ring, and they go round after round, punch after punch, uppercut after uppercut. I mean, hook after hook. They're fighting every jab, taking every jab blown. But they're getting tired. You know, they're getting maybe a little bit, but they go. And they go the they go the furthest they can go, the 15 rounds, and then one comes out a winner. So you have this big heavyweight boxer who receives that hundred that hundred million dollar check, and then he gets in his car and he drives home to his five foot tall wife and hands her the check. You see that heavyweight boxer? He was a conqueror. But she's more than a conqueror. <laughs> he just has won it for us. Amen? He's got the check. That's good. That right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, we do we have to do anything, you know? And that's really is, you know, do we have to really battle with the devil? No. no we got to take the check and we got to go deposit it in our account. We don't have to do the fight, but we have to take, we, we do have to do something. Yes, that's that. That's what God's word's about. We got to open it, sign it, deposit it in our account, in our heart. Amen. That's a good example, Pastor Jason. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, I mean, we're not called to battle with the devil. No. We're called to victory over the devil. He's a defeated foe. That's right. And we just have to recognize that. And I believe God's calling us, on us, the church, and calling, and you that are watching, you that are listening, he's calling on you. He has something for you. There's a heavenly mandate. There is a call of God upon your life. And if you don't know what that is, I believe even right now, or even as you listen to this, God will begin to speak with you and give you direction and give you wisdom. And, and, and you know, the thing is, Pastor Brett, and you can speak to this a little bit, is, you know, people are just floundering sometimes. And, and you know, it's like they never feel fulfilled because they don't know their purpose. You know, wouldn't you say that's very important that they discover what their purpose is in life, their God-given purpose? Absolutely. You know, what really helped me, Pastor Jason, is just getting the simple, basic truth that we are actually spirit beings. That's who we really are. That's our heart. And, I'm, you know, I'm not a body. People listening, you're not a body. You live in a body. You are a spirit. God created you a spirit in his image and you have a soul a mind and you live in a body and if you focus on your mind and your body all the time then you're going to wonder what why why are, there's depression there's what's my purpose what what am i supposed to do why do i feel this way the five senses what do i feel what do i see what do i hear but deep down inside in your heart you are a spirit and when you're born again, your spirit is one with God. And that's where your purpose is. That's who you truly are. That's the part of you that goes to heaven if you're born again, if you're saved, when, when the body dies. And so we, the Bible says to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Hallelujah. Walk in the spirit. How do you know you're walking in the spirit? You'll be doing what's in here. Praise God. And when you do that, you're, when you let your spirit man take control who you really are, then you're walking with God. You're praying, you're worshiping God, you're loving Him. And the things of the world, there's a song that says, the things of the world grow strangely dim. The things you used to want to do, suddenly you don't want to do it anymore. Because you're not letting your body rule you. You're not being carnal, the Bible says. Body ruled, flesh ruled. So if, you, if, you're, if you're out there listening, you're like, I don't, what do I do? What am I supposed to do? What's God's purpose for me? First, understand He's created you with an awesome purpose and it's right in here, in your heart. Hallelujah. And the way you discover that is you get out the word, you open it, you find out who you are because this tells you who you are. And you pray, you worship him and you'll grow. The Bible actually says born again. That means you're, you're, when you're born again, you're born a spiritual baby. So you got to grow up. You have to grow up. What does a baby do, a newborn baby? They eat. They eat every two to three hours. So you have to eat your spiritual milk, the word of God. Grow. Your job, you know what people's job is? What every believer is called to do. First of all, you're a bodybuilder. You're called to eat the word of God and grow and please your heavenly father. Worship him. That's what you're created to do, number one. And then he has a specific purpose for you, which once you grow up, you can start to walk into that. Like me, it's to be in Ottawa. You, Pastor Jason, it's to be in Texas. And everyone listening, God has a purpose and a plan for you. But first of all, grow. Grow, eat the word of God, get it on inside of you. Every day, feed on this, grow, and you'll get stronger and bigger, and you'll be able to do things you never knew you could do. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Brett, I really, it's impressed on my heart. What do you want, or what would you say right now to the people 
of Canada and also to the people of America. Right at this time. Amen. Number one, number one, make Jesus Christ Lord of your life. Hallelujah. Be born again and be filled with his spirit and grow spiritually. Be on fire for him. Be in love with him. Follow him with all your heart. I don't care what comes on the earth, what virus, what what uh, economic problems. Make Jesus Lord. And no matter what's going on in the world, he will get you through it on top. You will be successful, the Bible says. You will prosper. Make Jesus Lord of everything. Hallelujah. Number one in your life. First place in your life. Everything to you. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. Yeah, I tell I tell people a lot of times, you know, because so many people have regrets. One of the saddest things in my life, Pastor Brett, is to be at somebody's uh, deathbed mm. where they're about to cross over. Mm. You know, and I've talked to so many, and it's really heartbreaking in a lot of ways because I've asked many of people, you know, and they've said they had so many regrets. Mm. Like, they didn't do anything for God. They didn't serve mm. God. And they basically threw their life away. Mm. You know, and that's one of the hardest things to hear. That they wish they would have done something for God. Yes. And, you know, I prayed with many of them as they they prayed the prayer and asked Jesus into their heart and then breathed out their last breath. Mm. You know, at the very last, thank God, I mean, they, they called upon Jesus. But to all you that are watching and listening... If you don't want to have regrets in your life, serve Jesus radically all your life, and you won't have any regrets. And then you'll know when it's your time that you've done everything. You've left it all on the field. You've put all your everything that you had. You put it into the gospel. You did everything to serve Jesus radically. But right now, Pastor Brett, as there's many that are listening and many that are watching, that if they would breathe out their last breath, they do not know where they would spend eternity. I believe there's others watching that they've actually served God or they were born again at one time, but they walked away from God. And then there's others where the devil's lying to them. Pastor Brett, if you will, why don't you pray with those that are watching and listening that make sure that they would know that when they breathe out their last breath, that heaven will be their home. Will you please share that with everyone watching and listening? Yes, thank you, Pastor Jason. Yeah, everyone that's listening, if you're not sure that you're going to heaven, if you're not sure you're saved, or if you're not sure you're right with God, you don't have that assurance. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. It's a gift you receive. You receive it by faith in the Word of God. And the Bible says if you... Believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead and confess with your mouth, then you'll be saved. So if you believe God's word in your heart, now you have to say it. So we're going to lead you in a prayer. I'd like to pray with you, and I want you to say this prayer, whoever you are out there. I'd like everyone to say the prayer, please. Say it out loud. Repeat after me to ask the Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart, forgive my sins. We're going to do that in just a moment and ask him to wash us, cleanse us, forgive us our, our, all our sins, and to be sure that we're on our way to heaven. 
that whether a virus comes or it doesn't, whenever we do leave this body, we got to make sure we're going to heaven, that we have eternal life. So if that's you, if you want to make sure, if you want to be sure, for sure, for sure, you're going to heaven, you're right with God, please say this prayer right now. If you would, please close your eyes, raise up your hands to heaven. Please say this prayer out loud. Say this, say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And Lord Jesus, I believe you rose from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Give me eternal life. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are my Lord. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I have eternal life in heaven. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Such a powerful prayer. And one that will not leave a single person empty. I mean, I believe as people called upon the name of the Lord tonight, their life will never be the same. And then God is wants to use them. So you pray that prayer. We, we, we obviously, if you're in Ottawa or if you're in McAllen, Texas, we invite you to come be part of the River family. Pastor Brett's the pastor of the River Church in Ottawa. And I'm the pastor at the River Church in McAllen. And so obviously if you're in that area listening to this, watching this, we invite you to come be our personal guest. We want to get to know you and help you develop and grow and grow spiritually and become mature in the things of God so that you can fulfill the call of God upon your life. And so it's very important that people get involved in a local church. What did you say? Absolutely. You know, it's... The family of God, it's the body of Christ. And, we, you know, the Bible compares us to like sheep, you know, and I, I've never seen a lone sheep just out there on their own. It, it, it's always other sheep around and a shepherd. There's there's family. We need to be together. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, imagine a, a hockey team with just one player. It, they're not going to make it. You know, I go, I've never gone to somebody's house and they say, I'm playing hockey. And it's just one person. You need a team. You, you have to have a team and a coach. So you have to have a church. You have to have other people to help you to grow in the Lord. That's why we're here, because we had people help us. And we still have people helping us. And we're still helping people. You have you, And not, that's the other thing. Not only do you need help, you're going to help other people. Amen. Yeah, very important. Yes. And so... You know, it's just awesome. I believe this is really the time for the church, Pastor Brent. Yes. This is really not to be manipulated by fear and and manipulated or controlled by other things, but that the church would rise up in this time. I believe we're going to see a great moving of the Spirit of God all across Canada, all across the United States, all across North, Central, and South America, and yes. across this globe. And I believe now is the time. It may look doom and gloom out there. We can tell you, Pastor Brett, and I'm not a doom and gloom preacher. We have a message of hope, a message of love, a message of faith. And so, you know, so as people just continue to believe God, 
to trust God. You know, you say, well, I'm not, I just don't know. How do I trust God? How do I, you know, and I believe that, I mean, you know, people too, Pastor Brett, sometimes, I mean, they don't even maybe, maybe understand what faith is, you know. It's much more than just a belief system. Because what? I mean, a lot of people say they believe God, but the devil believes in God. Yeah. I mean, but there's something different about believing God and trusting God and then serving God. But that you would put your trust, you that are watching and listening, that you would put your trust in God. That you would serve Him. And you would find out what you're called to do. Because there's a call of God upon your life. You that are watching and listening. And that you would then begin to operate and function by faith. I mean, that's really, it's an action thing. That we're actually, we don't just hear God's word, but we're doers of God's word. So very important. And so I'll give you a very simple description, you that are watching and listening, of faith. Faith is when you stop believing what you see and start seeing what you believe. And I believe that's going to happen in people's life as they begin to activate their faith. And I believe that their faith is going to go to the next level and they're going to begin to see the things of God manifest and operate, not just in their lives, but through their lives. So do you have any closing words, Pastor Brett, that you would like to encourage everyone watching and listening with? Yeah, you know, I'd like to share with everyone is when you hear this message today, don't go away and say, Pastor Jason said this or Pastor Brett said this, so I'm going to do it. No, open the Bible and find out what God's word says for yourself so that you can say God's word says this and I believe it and I'm going to do it. Put your faith in God's word, not in any preacher. We're here to help you to know what this says, but you got to open it up, look at it and you say, God, this is what your word says. I want it. Help me to get it. Show me what to do. I believe your word. Keep reading it. Keep praying it to him. Put your faith in God's word. It works. Amen. Amen. Well, that this has been an awesome time. I know, really. I, I'm just going to pray. You know, there's many people out there, I think, that even are maybe sick or bound by fear. And I just fill in my heart. I'll close out with prayer. Yes. And then, um, but, so you that are watching, if you have sickness in your body, by Jesus' stripes, you were and you are healed. And we have power and authority over sickness and disease and all infirmity. And so if you're watching and you have sickness, even if you have sickness in a place of your body, just put your hand there. Whatever it may be. Maybe you suffer from migraine headaches. I believe that those headaches and those migraine headaches are going to be broken off your life. But put your hand on that part of your body. If you have heart disease, whatever it may be. Maybe you have pain in your back. Put your hand on your back. And I believe the anointing of God is present to heal all those that are watching. That as you begin to activate your faith, God is going to touch your body and quicken you by his spirit. So I just right now, Lord God, those that are watching that have sickness in any part of their body, I take authority over sickness and disease and infirmity in the name of Jesus. And I cast it out. I rebuke sickness. Right now, that you that sickness, you foul spirit of sickness, you leave now in Jesus' name. And I command the healing power of God to flow through your body, no matter what it is. If it's cancer, that cancer is removed and destroyed in Jesus' name. If it's diabetes, 
you will no longer suffer from diabetes. Some of you, even that if you had something that was just troubling you for a long time, maybe you've had some chronic disease for years, I rebuke that thing off your life in Jesus' name. Right now, I set you free. I rebuke it. You shall be plagued no more with that sickness and disease, but you shall walk in perfect health and perfect peace in Jesus' name. And right now, too, I take authority right now over every principality of darkness and what they're trying to do right now through this coronavirus. I put a restraining order on the devil. He will not have Canada. He will not have America in Jesus' name. He will not have any nation of the world. But right now, we put a restraining order on the devil and on his plan. And every plan of man, every plan of the enemy will come to naught. But I like what your word declares, Lord, in Proverbs 19.21, that the plans of man are many, but the purpose of God shall prevail. And I believe that's what we're going to see. Amen? I agree in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, such an awesome time. Really enjoyed it. Me so too. I know them that are watching, they're going to be blessed. Amen. Yeah. I'm blessed. If I'm blessed, <laughs> I'm going to be blessed. I'm Amen. blessed too. Amen. Awesome.